Welcome to the Contractor's Best Friend Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Humphrey. We're brought to you by 4constructionpros.com and we're sponsored by Caterpillar. Today, I'll be joined in the studio with, by Sam Meeker. Sam is the dozers and track loaders marketing specialist for Caterpillar. And I'm also going to be joined by Lonnie Fritz, who is a heavy and highway construction uh, specialist with Caterpillar as well. Guys, how are we doing today? Oh, doing great on this end. How's everybody there? Good. Very good, Brad. Thanks for having us. You betcha. It's good to get with you guys again. Hey, today we have an interesting topic we want to start with that I think it'll be a lot of fun and discussion and certainly a good topic for the two of you guys to join me on. It's the impact of electric equipment. And I got to be honest with you, let me play the devil's advocate. Are we really there yet? I mean, truly, Sam, give us some oversight on where you think we're really at at this point with electric equipment. Yeah, you bet. So in terms of where CAT is on, I guess in my world is going to be with the uh, the electric drive dozers. We started off 10 years ago with the D7E. And that was kind of our first pass at trying an electric drive machine. Learned a lot of things about it. I learned a lot about the electric drive technology, learned a lot about the value of the fuel savings the torque that we could get out of it, the power we can get out of it. We also learned some of the limitations of it as well too, right? There's areas where we needed to, to continue to design a little bit more in terms of the uh, the generators and the, the motors. But the latest tractor that we've come out was the uh, the D6XE. And that's been out for a couple of years now. Lots of units in the field out there. Customers love the thing. It just pushes like a son of a gun and sips the fuel and really a unique machine out there. If, if you look at kind of some of the other areas in CAT that we're using this uh, this electric drive technology, you instantly go into the wheel loader area, uh, 988KXE, where they use a very similar technology, diesel electric, to power the tractor. And I guess that's one area where I think it's interesting that, that we, we get a lot of customers that think that it's a big bulldozer, a wheel loader, full of batteries, and you have to plug it in at the end of the day, but that's not how it works at all. <laughs> it's, uh, it's more like, a, I guess we call it diesel electric, right? It's not a hybrid, it's not a plug-in hybrid. But it's diesel electric, big diesel engine, turn a generator, and then the electricity being used almost immediately in the motors to propel the machine. There's no real storage of electricity on there, so you don't have to plug it in at night. You won't have to remember to do that every night, plug in your bulldozer. You know, I hate to make this comparison because it's way too simple. I've got a flashlight, one of those you crank, and when you crank it, the light starts showing. Is that kind of the way diesel works for the electrical on the dozer? Yeah, I suppose that's a good way to look at it, actually. We generate the electricity directly with the diesel engine, and it gets used almost immediately. There's one component in between the generator and the motor, and it's called the inverter. And the inverter kind of conditions and controls and manages all that electricity between it being generated and being used. And so there's a small amount of storage in that inverter, but it's not significant enough to that we would want to call it a hybrid. But not like you're I don't know if you guys have seen the new the new F-150s. They're a hybrid powertrain, right? A lot like some of the other cars and whatnot, where they've got an engine that generates electricity, but it gets stored in the batteries. And then the batteries, of course, depending on the load, you can run on only battery, or it would turn around and run on engine as well, too. We're not like that. We don't necessarily store electricity in these units. Well, okay. I'm a very amateur chemistry and electrical guy. So bear with me, Sam. So if the diesel gets us kicked off and essentially invites the battery to start taking over, when what's the monitor that an operator would be looking? What is he monitoring? The diesel amount, the electrical amount? Obviously, you got gauges monitoring those things. 
like I said, in the dozers, we don't have uh, batteries that would, you know, basically store energy. In terms of how an, and this is the best part about it, right? How an operator runs it, uh, they jump in the tractor, they crank the key up, and they start working. There's nothing oh, different compared wow. to what it was before. The, the difference, and I guess the real value, is that we're saving a pretty significant amount of fuel and also increasing the longevity of the components, the engine, the electric motors, everything lasts longer. It, it doesn't have as much spike load. That's right. part of the deal with a dozer, right? If you're out there working a dozer and you put the blade down on the ground, you start going along, and all of a sudden, if you hit a, a really tough cut, we have what we call a spike load or a, a shock load that would, that would resonate through the tractor. And with an electric drive, you, you take that shock load out, right? You stop it at the, the blade and the final drives. It doesn't go all the way up to the engine because that electric absorbs that shock. And therefore, you don't have to, you're not damaging your components enough. So it helps us make components last longer in addition to less fuel consumed and the increase in power and torque. Lonnie, I got to bring you in here because I know you're out and about with contractors all the time. Any thoughts on that from your perspective? Yeah, from a customer perspective, it's a step change and a step change in the right direction and continuous innovation. And in this case, drivetrain and power technology, bringing the first electric high drive dozer to the industry means a lot for our customers in a positive manner. Sam has referenced the fuel efficiency to 35% better fuel efficiency. It is constant power to the ground. <laughs> I know I, I drive a pickup truck. They're not electric yet. They're coming, but I have had to take it in for service. I do get a loaner vehicle. It's electric drive and it's pretty fascinating and it's been a great experience. So in my own personal life, I'm excited to continue to adopt electric drive. And the same goes for our customers. They're always looking at uptime and some of the best way we can provide uptime is by reducing the number of moving parts. When we look at durability and reliability and we can get there a lot quicker with the D6XE as we do take this step change and work our way uh, towards more electric drive components. So in this case, specifically with the D6XE, there's almost 90% fewer rotating parts than the traditional powertrain. So you're generating less heat, it aids in the serviceability and the overall component life with no loss of efficiency over the time of that machine. Same technologies. So we really got to just focus on from the engine, what are those changes from the engine to those elevated sprockets? And that's where the electric powertrain comes into play. And again, significantly increasing that productivity and the efficiency due to that maximum power to the tracks and all the other benefits of, again, fuel and fewer moving components. Boy, I'm telling you what, guys, this is really exciting. Caterpillar's been after this for a long time too, haven't they? Oh yeah, yeah. We started, we really started the electric drive, well, we released the D70 in 2009, which means that we'd been working on it for 10 years before that. So if you figure that we really started this powertrain stuff in the early 2000s, it, it's been a long time coming. But it's funny that you mentioned the Tesla, right? So, and, and it, I, I think that it really, if you think about a sports car in the Tesla in particular, how does that compare with you know, the customer experience of a D6 XE? And when no. you think about Tesla, are, are you thinking about saving fuel? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about driving a Tesla? Well, I think of quiet, number one. <laughs> I also think yeah. expensive. <laughs> and I think a boatload of batteries. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever think about pushing down on that, that little skinny pedal and throwing, in, throwing you in the back of your seat? <laughs> No, I don't. Actually, honestly, I don't think about that. Oh man, we got to work on you. That, that's <laughs> that, that is the. If I had to summarize up the one reason that operators love that D6XE, it's the skinny pedal. That's cool. They grab a hold of a blade load of dirt and they take off, 
yeah. and the thing just goes, it just pushes. That's so cool. And that, that's it. It's the productivity side of it more than the, the fuel efficiency side. That's awesome. I think that's where, that's really where, where we think that the key value is, right? It's in getting more work done and doing it, doing it faster, being more productive. And yeah, absolutely. We talk about fuel consumption and fuel savings and longevity of components and all that. Those are very quantifiable. It's harder to quantify the productivity, especially in a medium-sized dozer on a job site where it's doing a, a ton of different activities and lots of different work. I, I hate to bring up, I, well, I don't hate to bring this up. It's just funny. The best dirt guides I've ever been around in my life, Sam, I got to be honest, they tell me it's how they feel in the seat when they're driving that thing to know how that machine's operating that day. Do you get the same sensation when you're driving that dozer? Is there a feel? Do, do, have you, do you, does an operator lose any of that feel for his machine? when they're moving down that moving dirt, that type of thing from the seat? Yeah, it's got a lot of the same controllability yeah. and uh, and a lot of the same feel as a traditional dozer. It just has more push. It's just more aggressive and it, it just it just feels better. As my kid likes to call it, it's smiles per gallon in his, <laughs> new, in his Mustang, not miles per gallon. It's smiles yeah. per gallon. And that's the same thing with the D6XE. It's smiles per gallon you're looking for. And not that we're trying to sell anything on the line right now, but are these available across the nation right now? Yeah. We launched the tractor in late 2018. I really started shipping them early 2019. Okay. And all of the, what we would call our higher regulated countries, Europe, the North America, Japan, right. uh, Australia, New Zealand, all of those areas that have the higher emission standards, that's basically where the D6XEs are being sold right now. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, you know what? I can see this going over. Let me do, let me make a suggestion. Let's have a part two of this because Sam, here's what I want you to think about. I want us to get into the maintenance the actual maintenance type of efforts that might need to be made to maintain this, if that's all right. You guys up for another a go around on this one? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A lot to talk about. <laughs> this is great. Hey, thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Contractor's Best Friend podcast. And again, I've been joined uh, by Sam Meeker and uh, Lonnie Fritz. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side. We're going to go ahead and uh, this is such an important topic. We want to go ahead and break this into two sessions. Guys, thanks for joining me and uh, we'll see you again. Thank you. Thank you. Want more tips from Caterpillar experts? Go to cat.com and select the construction industries page.